Chapter One, Part One of Limanora, The Island of Progress by Godfrey Swevin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Discoveries, Part One. What I rejoiced over most of all was the growth of my sympathetic magnetism. Not merely was my ferula or electric sense developing more satisfactorily, but I was becoming rapidly conscious of the impulses of the race. I no longer walked amongst this refined people like a blind man amongst men who see. I began to feel the enthusiasms that stirred them as a body, like a wind across a cornfield. I seemed to know whatsoever of public concern was occurring without having it directly communicated to me. I remembered in the buried life of my boyhood and youth the lightning spread of a new impulse through an assembly or a crowd. The most rational members of the mass were unable to resist it, even though it might be irrational or vile. How like a tornado the war impulse burst through a nation is one of the commonest observations in the study of history. Statesmen and kings and heroes have to bow before it, and are swept along with it in spite of their better judgments and as swift and widespread as is the coward impulse that sends a defeated people cowering to their homes it is this unspoken magnetism giving vent as it too often does to the evil in the human heart that makes the cause of progress in even civilized races so hopeless through its all-leavening power success inspires and often consecrates the diabolic and failure damns the noblest and most divine and this it was that made progress so easy amongst the Limanorans. It became the instrument of the highest elements and thoughts in them. The whole weight of their humanity was on the side of advance, and it was to the better future that they were ever gravitated. Everything that made for a higher plane was an inspiration to this people. This personal magnetism had been developed in them into a definite faculty of their souls, they had recognized for many ages the close affinity of mass inspiration and the power of the individual will it was the same energy working along nerves and even though with some dissipation through the space intervening between individualities they had investigated its nature conditions and methods of action in their exact scientific way and had identified it as far at least as its form of energy was concerned with electricity it was even less dependent on material contact than that universal force as they developed it in their frames they were able to send more and more definite impulses through considerable distances this was their philomu or will telegraph one of their most remarkable faculties drawn with deliberate purpose by the elders of the race out of the chaos of mere vague influence and tendency though making use of the active electric sense as channel it was not the same as the firla for it implied a greater effort and outwelling of the whole spirit only exceptional impulses and enthusiasm set it into full efficiency which impulses as entangled the whole soul in their issue it was no mere toy to be used for amusement of the passing moment dormant it lay if ever summoned to such a purpose it was the faculty that in other races and periods of history had set up men as heroes and leaders 
not that these had even been conscious of its existence in them when they began their career success and gathering enthusiasm in their followers it gave strength and issue till their mere glance seemed to command but when failure came and the glamour or magnetic atmosphere rarefied about them their faculty vanished for it had no means of communicating its meaning or power in certain periods of exaltation every limanoran was conscious of the philomu or will telegraph he could not only receive but send emotional impulses through long distances the intervening air was magnetized by their great enthusiasm or sympathy and became a medium for transmitting emotional or imaginative thought from mind to mind not yet had they been able to send a definite piece of information by this means unless it represented the spiritual crisis through which the sender was passing but in movements that shook the whole race to its core like choctrew's threat of invasion even those who were still in pupillage seemed to feel the beginnings of the faculty at least on its receptive side secluded though they were far from the scene of deliberation they knew the magnitude of the danger that threatened the life of the common wheel the air seemed to tingle with it and their embryonic philomu could not help responding to the vibration once awakened they were eager to bring out its latent power that they might feel and know the impulses which sped the race onwards as a whole they soon discovered that it ceased to grow or even work except under certain conditions they must keep step with the people and fix their eyes steadily on the future they must never swerve from uprightness or candor never let the perfect transparency of their lives be clouded such had been the conditions of the development of the philomu in the race in fact its indications had become unmistakable as soon as candor and truth had become the primary virtues and progress the watchword and it grew as the ideal of the nation became clearer and more imperative and their character more uniformly strong and noble they also found that something depended on the physical conditions the atmosphere must be free from all impurity and the body must be supremely healthy whilst the magnetism of the will must have free course along the nerves as my nature clarified under their training and my spirit grew more at one with the purpose of the race i grew more sure of the stirrings of the philomu within me at first its indications might be explained by other and more patent causes i had been in an attitude of expectancy or my reason had been following up certain trains of thought from previous events but after a time there came to me thrills of emotion that were out of the range of my immediate surroundings and thoughts i followed them out and found that they originated far from the locality in which i was working at the time once a sudden terror passed through my system as of some great fear i had not been thinking of anything but the work before me no cloud had come over my sky no danger that i knew of threatened and as i was trying to explain the emotion it suddenly passed into longing to see thyriel i knew where she had gone that day and my work had almost reached a finish so i adjusted a felina and flew quickly over the country in her direction i soon knew why i had come she was pinioned by a huge rock that had just tumbled from lilaroma 
Happily, only her wings had been caught, but they had been caught in such a way that she was wedged tightly between them and could not free her arms and legs nor move her hands, and the boulder was too large for her to heave up by the strength of her body, even when magnetized by her will. When she saw this, she withdrew the magnetism from the effort and turned it in its full power into her philomu as she thought of me i was not long in disentangling her wings from their prison but before i was done her family were beside us they too had experienced the thrill though more feebly than i had at a greater distance another time i had not seen thyriel for some days we were both busy at our own pursuits in different parts of the island she as i learned afterwards had been set to account for a new and somewhat peculiar odour that had recently begun to accompany the issue of vapour from a distant lava well i was engaged in timing a new and intermittent disturbance on the surface of the sea off the eastern shore and trying to find whether it had any relationship to an intermittent fumarole which had recently broken out on the eastern slope of lilaroma i had kept watch for several days and could find no synchronism in their periods although i was convinced that there was a close connection between them if there was not a common cause i was feeling baffled and somewhat downcast when suddenly there sprang up in me a sense of elation if not of triumph which continued for the rest of the day although i still failed to discover the connection between the two phenomena when i set out the next day for the scene of my observations i was joined by thyriel who explained that she had finished her task the day before and had now been detailed to assist me in mine i then knew the cause of my thrill of joy and told her of it she had at that very hour not only discovered the source of the fumes in a new mineral that the leomoran had touched but found this new deposit was extraordinarily generative of electricity it was this that had made her heart leap for joy and go out towards me she had longed for my sympathy in her rejoicing and unconsciously her philamu had energized in my direction between us we soon saw that there was a complicated periodicity in the alternations of my two phenomena it needed several days observation to catch the rhythm and for that reason i had been baffled at first before long i discovered the cause as soon as a lava well farther north had ceased to flow they also ceased it was the viscous intermittence of its stream opening and then closing two apertures below tide-line into the subterraneous fires that had regulated the rhythm of these new vents the break in the lava current the rise and fall of the tide and the rush of the breakers had made it complex and the lava had finally closed both before it had ceased to flow it was at the same period that the whole race breasted back the darkness there came at times in their history an age of exceptional advance that made the preceding era seem almost stationary nor had they yet been able to explain its appearance satisfactorily it was easy enough to say that such and such exceptional men lived then and that they produced the phenomenon but that was only reasoning in a circle they were as much a product of the time as their fellows whence did they get the inspiration which spurred them on or the plastic material in which they could work 
they would have been nothing without their conditions and circumstances they surprised themselves with their powers and successes as they strode forth into the primeval darkness and illuminated it it all appeared very simple when once accomplished they had been gazing for generations into the darkness where now there was a blaze of light an imaginative pioneering book had long ago suggested that the impulse came from outside the round of the earth and one of the most brilliant discoveries of this newest period of advance was a scientific proof of this hypothesis the great development of the philamu or will telegraph had made it easy by localizing the new thrill of expectation and revealing that it came from no terrene source out of what seemed the profound inane such inspirations issued and if they found a soil prepared for them by long self-denial and patient outlook and industrious collection of materials they fertilized the period into exceptional efflorescence and fruition many an impulse comes out of the blue and falls unveiling in that no nation or race or period is fit to receive it the profound inane they came to see was one of the falsest of ideas because no patent to the human sight fills it the interstellar space was believed to be the wilderness of the universe cold bleak inhospitable lifeless now it was felt to be the home of all supersensuous life crowded with an energy that needed no stellar matter or atmosphere to support it that never appealed to any but the highest and latest developed senses of man the limanoran couriers out on the verge of the earth's atmosphere had been the first to feel this new flash that lit up such a vast region of the infinite darkness they came back inspired with new resolution that made the first of the discoveries they gave a magnetism to their fellow workers in the same line and soon the leaven spread through the whole people the fervor of originality became the order of the day to decipher the unknown handwritings on the wall of life to solve its hardest problems to make new inventions and discoveries to push out into the darkness that surrounds the world these became the ambitions of all nor did the philamu of any in the island fail to thrill to the influence thyriel felt before i did that there was something exceptional in the atmosphere but even my will telegraph seemed to respond i longed to go out and conquer the unknown to outpace the slow movements of human discovery at first i thought the impulse had come from thyriel and then from my proparents or my teachers and so it was with every limanoran his first thought ran to his closest friend as the source of the magnetic thrill but after much consultation and report the conclusion appeared that no one in the island had originated the impulse that all in the air had felt it simultaneously in their philamus and after them all down in the island had felt it simultaneously the truth gradually forced itself home on the investigating families that the magnetic vibration had had its source far beyond the limits of the earth for they knew that from no other country or race upon the surface of the globe could it have come ages before they had abandoned the belief in what seemed supraterrene influence as unscientific and leading to superstition 
faith had been in the past so often the cue and basis of the worst of tyrannies the inspiration of the grossest immoralities and irrationalities the impulse to most regression it had also it is true been the nurse of gentle and just spirits but it made them so timid that they were afraid to go forward it wound round the soul such a network of fears and observances that its life was useless to the race as soon as the final purgation of the people had been accomplished it was found that every citizen ceased to speak of faith or to use it as the basis of any work or practical step they did not trust it out of any public act nor consciously reject it they only left off giving weight to any of its commands or suggestions not that they might not be true or on the side of all that was best but that it had so often discredited its authority by prompting or allowing itself to be used as the pretext for retrogression or baseness they preferred to take every step in life on ground made sure by investigation and proof that appealed to reason and here they were again on the limits of the unknown and vague this sense that was closest to the portal of the soul their philomu had brought them to face an intelligence that came they knew not whence and to stand in the presence of an infinite darkness that flashed out at times the lightning of noble impulse they were by no means unwilling to listen to its report but gladly received it as a sure and trustworthy revelation however dim the region into which it was about to lead them they were eager to follow if only they set each step upon solid fact if there was anything unverifiable in this new leading they would soon be done with it it now became one of the duties of the astrobiological families to watch for these extraterrene vibrations of the will telegraph and to investigate the circumstances and conditions these families had been the first to feel the new impetus to discovery for they were the couriers who went out to the borders of the atmosphere and watched for signs of energy and life in the infinite beyond again and again they had brought back the specimens of microscopic and attenuated life which seemed to float in interstellar space again and again they had analyzed the beams of light shooting through it but without much result now they were to be rewarded for their patience they had taken out with them one of the new felinas made of transparent and colorless irelium like glass and as an experiment they sent it up by means of electricity far above themselves as it rose above the limit of the earth's atmosphere they saw all over its surface a strange fluorescence which grew unearthly in its beauty and brilliance rainbow colors played through its texture as if they were threads thrown by the shuttle of some hand out of heaven its wings moved at lightning pace and yet soon it began to fall towards the earth again it struck upwards and again the prismatic weavings gave it more brilliant life they watched it as it rose and fell between the denser and the rarer medium and when finally they caught it and brought it down to earth upon its wings both within and without there was imprinted not the iridescent web that had been weaving over it but a hieroglyph of faint half distinguishable forms some familiar some strange inextricably mingled they investigated the phenomenon 
and came to the conclusion that the felina in the comparative vacuum which lies on the borders of our atmosphere had acted with its electric motors like the lavolan one of their medical instruments for the inspection of the inner tissues whilst the wings acted like the films of a photographic apparatus and retained a shadow impress of the inner structure of all the beings or forms coming between them and the body of the car a new world was opened up to them beyond even their electric sense outside the denser envelope of our orb the rarefaction of space meant no longer lifeless desolation traversed only by beams of light electric impulses from other worlds and the flight of occasional meteors now they knew that there were ethereal beings living in the infinite space and that their inner structure differed in density from their enveloping material some of this life was manifestly minute and attenuated unsuited to the medium in which it floated waiting for some fit orb to land on but under their powerful clyrolans it was clear that there were highly developed organisms fitted to this element in which they swam organisms probably higher than any to be found on the earth yet too ethereal and shadowy to touch any of even the latest evolved senses of the limanorans what possibilities this glimpse into the vast unknown opened up for them they shrank for a time from imagining lest they should again enslave themselves to superstition and absurd fancy for astrobiology they saw at a glance there was begun a new and lofty career soon would they modify and improve the levophan to fit the conditions of interstellar space and the felina if not their own organs for venturing far into the rarest ether and then what reports what pictures of the invisible universe would they bring before the eyes and the fearless of their fellow islanders how would they ever have time to investigate and classify the genera and species that inhabited the ether what limit was there to the ambitions and ideals they would be able to set before the race another investigation that followed from this discovery had as its object the nature of the new forms of energy that evidently filled interstellar space this was the province of the families devoted to astrophysics they produced apparatus for isolating each type of energy which seemed to have full action only in a vacuum and they experimented with it in an innumerable variety of ways so as to find out its characteristics the force of gravitation had been familiar to them even in primitive ages and had long been investigated so as to reveal many of the qualities of its action that were unperceived by ordinary senses electricity had been one of the commonest of their phenomena and recently a vast unknown region had been opened up by them lying between the verge of eye-awakening light and the verge of the firla awakening electricity which their machines had made plain even to untrained senses for generations they had passed with ease in their inamars or spectroscopes beyond the bands of colour that affected their eye and the unseen rays had yielded most of their secrets to them in their lavalands or vacuum energy mirrors they had traced the characteristics of the torrents of energy which tore away from the negative pole of their batteries and now they had to face a new form of radiant energy 
the product of these negative streams and of the irelium which they struck experimenting with it in their lava lands they found it different from its parent energy by passing through the irelium it had grown indifferent to the power of magnetism this peculiarity enabled them to investigate the inner nature of magnetism for on the two sides of an irelium sheet they had the same electric rays acting differently towards a magnet on the one side they could be deflected by it on the other they went on their way as if it were not there the difference was also used in producing a new kind of electric motor governed by an irelium film which closed or opened a channel of magnetic influence a third useful application of the discovery was a new irelium covering for the head and the body that milked the east wind of its deleterious qualities and a fourth was an apparatus for finding by the aid of a magnet the stuff of irelium with greater certainty in their lava wells but the discoveries that flowed from this were still more important by further experimentation they found another type of radiant energy that behaved in a similar way towards gravitation in a vacuum formed within a vessel of an alloy of irelium it ceased to obey the force of gravity but as soon as it had passed through the side of the vessel it gave full heed to the force within a few months after this had been discovered there had been invented a felina that fell or rose according as the new rays were intercepted by a film of the irelium alloy or were allowed free passage in vacuo the energy and mass drove the car on indifferent to the earth's influence or at the well of the guide brought the aerophilina as they called it gently sloping downwards at any angle required to the surface of the globe a pioneering book at once developed the results of this discovery and invention it showed how a way was now open to other stars for this new radiant energy was found to stream in and past the earth's atmosphere in vast currents the denser the medium the more it was absorbed and lost so that in the earth and the atmosphere it seldom or never manifested itself hence the long ages of scientific investigation before it was discovered by means of these currents which evidently set through space in definite directions they would be able to guide their new anti-gravitation felina to any point in the interstellar ether and be able to keep up the supply of force that would drive it and when they approached a new world they could by means of their new machinery bring its force of gravitation to bear on the car and so hasten its flight and they would be able to hover over the atmosphere by means of the alternating movements of their engine till they could find out its conditions and see whether it would be safe to land on it or not what they wanted yet was the evolution of their physical system in the direction of living in ether or in various atmospheres indifferently it pointed out to the physiological families the way that would lead in this direction and it showed how though it would take countless ages it was yet within the scope of their humanity for their knowledge of the constitution of the universe the discovery of these two forms of radiant energy proved to be of great importance they were able to find out the relationship of gravitation electricity the dark rays of the inamar the negative rays of the lavolan 
light, heat, and the two new types of energy. And by means of the similarities and differences found to exist between any two of them, they were enabled to resolve the molecules of any element into their constituent atoms, and thus to reveal the characteristics of the fundamental ether. They felt that they were at last in the immediate presence of the medium which filled space, and they invented an apparatus isolating the ether from all the forms it enters into, so that it became manifest under their magnifiers to several of their senses. In it they were able to make any one of the forms of energy move and play. From it they were able to mold many of the terrene forms of latent energy, and they hoped to mold most of the others with which they were familiar. One of the most immediately practical results that came from the discovery of these two modes of energy was another kind of engine, which almost doubled their store of force in Rimla. The main form of it took advantage of the radiant energy that showed indifference or obedience to gravitation according as it played in a vacuum or through an alloy of irelium into the air. The new rays lifted a piston in vacuo, and by an automatic arrangement they passed through a film of the alloy and then allowed gravitation to pull them and the piston with them back into its first position. The rapid alternations drove magnetic machinery which produced and stored up electricity. Another form of the new engine used the difference between the conduct the other newly discovered radiant energy displayed towards magnets when it played in a vacuum vessel of irelium, and when it had issued through the vessel's filmy side. The increase and concentration of force in their island was one of the great subordinate aims of their civilization, for they knew that the greater the power they had command of, the more rapidly they could advance towards higher and higher goals. Greater force meant greater dominion over nature and her secrets and laws, and this implied accelerated speed in progress. It had been one of the primitive blunders of their civilization, as it still was of all other civilizations, to imagine that extended empire over men meant a true development of humanity. Wide sovereignty was mere artificial change of the locality and application of the forces of mankind, without increasing them. It was but a shuffling of the cards, to use your similes, with all the honors in one hand instead of being distributed over all. It was merely political and not real. Any gain that might come from the concentration of power and wealth was wasted on increased war material and military expeditions for retaining or subduing territories and peoples, on futile and routine administration, and on growth of court splendor and luxury. The pursuit of the sanguinary phantom of power over other men had to be forever abandoned before any real human advance could be made. Empire over the powers of nature was the primary condition of full development of human possibilities, and every tissue of their wonderful brains was strained to its utmost for the rapid extension of this sway. A new addition to the stores of the center of force, a new source of energy, was therefore ever hailed by them as of the warranty of a leap upward and onward into the future. The inventions of these new engines, then, had no slight significance as events in their history. 
and the assurance of more and more rapid progress was increased by a discovery of the chemic families in the same direction they had used coal for the generation of heat before they had left their primeval home around the south pole but in their more tropical archipelago they found no coal beds the islands having originated in volcanic and coral formation and the climate made the use of such concentrated fuel unnecessary it was warm even in winter and it supplied fruits and cereals which needed little cooking the forests of the island had furnished whatever fuel had been required for hundreds of generations and outside of limanora they were still sufficient for all purposes but the centre of force had recalled the great heat they used to have from coal and the leomo in their probings of the earth had ever been on the outlook for beds of the old fuel recently they had found thin strata of it but so deep in the earth that it was of little value to them but a discovery by the sidramo or chemic families made them reconsider this decision and try to invent some form of the leomoran which would cut and send with ease to the surface of the earth the coal they had found the sidramo had experimented with it in various lines they had made the steam from it give power as they had seen it give power to the daydream and her brulean imitations but so large a portion of the latent energy in it had been lost in the process that they turned their researches in other directions before long they found that when the coal was placed in a chemical solution containing comparatively common and cheap elements electric power was largely generated and following up their discovery the sidramo were soon able to draw electricity from any of the rocks of the island once having had their attention applied to such problems they made a number of them surrender their secret by surrounding one common rock e g with a certain solution they brought from it heat alone but the discovery most important for the development of the race was that which brought electric power directly from the rocks and even from the earth for this increased the possible stores of force in rimla enormously and there was no limit to what they might use there for the advancement of the civilization within a few days of this discovery the piramo or meteorological families had applied the lavolan to one of their long unsolved problems the extraction of magnetic power in large quantities from the air they had been already able to draw from the thunderclouds their electricity and make them pass harmless and by means of personal effort and the magnetism of the body they were able when high up in the rarer regions of the atmosphere to recharge their little shoulder engines for driving their wings but in the lower air they had failed to draw electricity from any but thunder clouds in any quantity they based a new apparatus called pyrachno on the lavolan and its discoveries and with this they were able to draw magnetism from even the gentlest breeze they increased its size and capacity and soon could give it a daily supply of new power to the centre of force nor did this deprive the air of the island of its exhilarant quality for the more they took from it the more seemed to flow in from surrounding space but when the east wind blew they found the inflow of magnetism too much for their smaller pyrachnos 
only the larger could cope with it and then the store of power in rimla received enormous additions for ages they had been testing the amount of magnetism in the air at various heights and temperatures and various times of day month and year and recording the results of their investigations they were now able to decide from these and from their experiences of the piranco that irregular changes in the weather were due chiefly to magnetic influence they saw that the tremendous storms which every few years swept the earth had their origins in exceptional inflows of cosmic magnetism during the history of man since he had come to self-consciousness and to the habit of recording his own movements there had been many sudden and temporary climatic changes that had led to vast displacements in the inhabitants of the earth a series of severe winters in the north and in the temperature zone would strip the trees and fields of all frugiferous qualities and drive the animals of the chase away to the south in search of food and the races of man had to follow them so in the tropics a series of droughts would destroy half the chances of life and exterminate one-third of the dwellers inland as a rule the agony there led to no displacement of nations so passive and fatalistic are they by nature near the equator but in times when some new religious idea had broken the spell of fatalism the first goat of starvation drove hordes to search for food in other zones oftentimes there has been a simultaneity in the meteorological severity partly due to a universal influx of interstellar magnetism but still more to the fact that the earth and the planetary system to which it belongs have swung into a region of space that is exceptionally barren of all life impetus at such periods came those widespread migrations of the dwellers on the globe that made new eras in history it was one of those cosmic disturbances of climate that sent the arabs out of their deserts a flaming portent along the shores of the mediterranean with their newly reformed religion the creed of mahomet and at the same moment flung the saxons against the northern frontier of charlemagne's empire and the danes on the coast of britain so earlier in the fourth and fifth centuries of the christian era the huns burst from the east like a torrent and again and again swept all before them in the west whilst simultaneously the goths broke in from the north across the boundaries of the roman empire later in the ninth century the danes and normans broke away from the north again and again and plagued europe with their piratical energy in the very period when magyars were migrating from the east to the west and it was only the closer packing of the continents and the consequent military organization of european nations that checked these displacements in later centuries though there were refluxes towards the east as in the crusades but the cosmic meteorology of the earth took different effect in the same direction when plagues mowed down their millions of victims from east to west where widespread displacements were impossible there must be dissemination by some cosmic means in order to let the light in to the overpopulated regions another escape valve was found for the pressure of those periods of temporary climactic change when the western peoples were driven over the ocean to find a home 
emigration then came to mean transference of masses across the sea at first to america where there were other but weaker civilizations to be overcome afterwards to lands and islands that were either empty or occupied by a few scattered savages it was their circle of mist that saved the archipelago of riolaro from the effect of these vast displacements of population when every acre of land on the earth shall have been filled with its complement and human forethought and ingenuity are still unequal to the sudden changes of cosmic meteorology then famine and plague will be the only means of relieving the pressure End of chapter one part one